handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. So Cody went ahead and did a mock draft just the other day. Uh, If you guys haven't checked that out, be sure to go do so. Uh, It's definitely filled with a lot of very good picks, in my opinion. It's basically, it it was a little bit different. It's a little bit different than a lot of people had for mock drafts. So I highly encourage you to go check it out because I think that he brought up some good points and I hope that you guys will enjoy this mock draft that I have put together. I did two of them and PFF had uh, both of these drafts rated as an overall B. So overall was both of these were good drafts, but I felt this one was a little bit more of what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to have this, set for here because there were eight picks in this one. There were eight picks in this draft right here. And the other one only had seven. Okay. So I basically only got one extra pick out of that draft. And this time I got eight. So I felt that this one could be a little bit better in the sense that I was able to get one more player to help with solidifying this team. So let me take you guys through this here real quick. So first thing I did was I was looking to trade back, right? I felt that uh, Pay wasn't there, so I felt that I had the chance to trade back to try and get somebody else, and I traded back from the 21st spot with Jacksonville and received pick 25 and 65, okay? So 65, another the first pick of the third round, Basically, so, you know, we're replacing that third round pick and some that we lost from Carson Wentz, right? So overall, I thought that was pretty good. And at number 25, I selected Jalen Phillips, edge rusher from Miami, Florida. Uh, Really like Phillips as a player. Injuries are a little bit concerning, but it goes to show you that when this kid is fully healthy and on the field, he is an absolute menace. He plays really hard has a lot of great athleticism and power can be a little bit more fine tuned, but I think you can work with him on that. I think he has the great upside to be able to really help that defensive line out a lot, be that potential future guy. A lot of people have really compared him to Montez sweat, you know, Montez sweat when he was drafted. Remember there were people saying he had that blood clot problem that everyone was wondering whether or not that was going to affect his career. Montez Sweat was going to be a top 15 pick because of the athleticism from Montez Sweat. But then the health scare came out and it kind of drove a few people away. So ultimately I had this kind of as the same comparison here that Phillips has all the talent in the world. It's just, it's ultimately a matter of, do you value the health aspect? All right. So we got 25. And number 54 as the number two pick here for the Colts is the second round pick. And I have them choosing Liam Eichenberg, 
tackle out of Notre Dame. You all could probably see this coming with as many tackles as there is in this draft that you could potentially wait into the second round to go get one. Unless there's a guy in that first round that you absolutely have to have, or there's a corner there that you absolutely feel you have to have, then you would go with a tackle here in the, in the second. And Heikenberg fits all the blocks. You know, he's not a, an overall great player when it comes to, you know, just about everything, but he does really well in most aspects. And He's a fundamentally sound player, which is great. I've always felt, and especially from my experience, if you have good technique, then the coaches can really help you with, you know, getting faster, getting stronger, you know, putting on an extra few pounds that that probably won't take too much of learning from him. But I think him being next to Quentin Nelson just really does make a lot of sense here. So I can at 54. So I told you I traded that 65th pick and got that from Jacksonville, right? Well, I traded that pick for another one. I traded that to Dallas and Dallas, I got Dallas's 75th pick and their 115th pick. Okay. So into the fourth round, I got an extra one. I got an extra pick from the fourth round. So we have... Number 75, and that would be Brevin Jordan, tight end out of Miami, Florida. We address tight end in this draft. I know a lot of you thought that the Colts might do such a thing. Brevin Jordan certainly seems like a very capable player of doing so, and being able to get him in the third round especially makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, Brevin Jordan makes for a good, outstanding player that can provide a, a offensive threat for the tight end group. And so now we're going to move to pick number 115. And that is the one that I acquired from the, from the Cowboys. And this is where I'm going to kind of take a hint out of Cody's pocket here. And I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to draft a linebacker, but it's not going to be Baron Browning this time. It's going to be Justin Hilliard linebacker from the Ohio state. Now, Hilliard is a little bit older of a prospect than some of these other guys because he had five years in college due to a couple of injury concerns from back when he had some very unfortunate, uh, unfortunate circumstances with injury. But when he's played has been very, very productive. You guys want to go take a look at what he's done. Go and watch the Clemson game. Go watch the Big Ten Championship game. Go watch the big games when Justin Hillier was in there and asked to take over the, the load on that team. He has been a workhorse. He is a guy that I feel fits the culture of this team right off the bat. He's just a hard-working guy. I do not have to think twice about what this guy's commitment is because I know who Justin Hilliard is. I know how he plays, and he plays with a lot of heart, and that's what I really like about him there feel that he's athletically gifted enough to be able to do that as well. And then we got another pick at 127, 12 picks later, and I have us selecting Bobby Brown, the third defensive tackle out of Texas A&M. I believe Cody had uh, Bobby Brown selected. I don't know when he selected him. I don't remember if he said it was the third or fourth round, but Bobby Brown here makes a lot of sense to me add that extra depth in there who, you know, he is a big, big guy. 
You know, he's over six foot one. Uh, I think he's six one, six two. Might actually be taller than that. Weighs about 315 pounds. I mean, this guy is a big guy in the middle, and he's actually quite athletic for the size that he is, can take on double teams really well. So I feel if you ever want to potentially get DeForest Buckner a few snaps for rest or Grover Stewart for any of that matter, I feel Bobby Brown could really fit right into there and do exactly what those guys do, especially in rushing defensive. And so number 165, the Colts select Trill Williams, cornerback out of Syracuse. Uh, This one was interesting. I wanted to try to go cornerback earlier, but the guy that I was trying to get would most likely get selected earlier than what they originally had. So I went ahead and went cornerback a little bit later. Trill Williams, though, makes a lot of sense uh, for Ballard's type of corners, right? He's six foot two, almost 200 pounds. So the big corner, you know, a guy that fits the mold of what Ballard likes to do. And ultimately, I think this guy's a playmaker. I think he's able to do it. And in the sixth round here, we have the Colts selecting Josh Imator Vihivi, wide receiver out of Illinois. I mean, anyone that's been watching my mock drafts since we started this, you know that I've had a love for Imator Vihivi's numbers. Not a lot of college tape. um, Not really a lot of chances to really shine in Illinois. But when you look at it from a athletic standpoint, this guy's got everything. You know, he's 6'2", 200 pounds, and, you know, can run a 4'4", can, has a vertical of a 46-inch. I mean, that's insane. Great arm length. I mean, this guy has all the athletic and physical traits that you look for in a late-round wide receiver to try to mold him into what you want to do. And here we go again with drafting another Notre Dame player this time a guard, Tommy Kramer. Feel that Tommy Kramer has a lot of experience. You know, I think that his efficiency in blocking in the pass department definitely weakened over the years, but I think that he is a player that is good for depth purposes, and that's really what it is at this point is just depth purposes. And You know, the Colts have spent so much time over this offseason grabbing guys at the tackle position for depth right now. I feel we can grab one more piece at that guard position if we ever need to use it. So that's going to be my mock draft guys. Let me know what you guys think. Jalen Phillips at 25, Liam Eichenberg at 54, Revan Jordan at 75, Hilliard at 115, Bobby Brown, the third at 127, Trill Williams, 165, Josh Amator at 206 and Tommy Kramer at 248. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And again, let me know if you guys want me to post the other one just to kind of have a little bit of a uh, a reference as to whether or not you like that one better or this one. Uh, let me know what you guys think. But thank you guys so much. And as always, go Colts.